Hey YouTube! Amigos, welcome back, guys. Y'all know who it is. This is the Living with Christ podcast with the Acosta's Life, where we want you guys to walk with us as we walk with Christ through the Saint Paul life. And we're back with another video slash podcast, guys. Yep, yep. Guys, y'all would not believe what just happened. Though we recorded that whole intro and. <laughs> Our camera wasn't recording, so we had to do it over. Yeah, we have okay, a though. new setup for you guys today. We have new lighting and new angle. So please let us know how you like it because personally, I am in love with it. I genuinely like this yeah. a lot more than the other one. She does. So just let us know how you like it because, um, I mean, you can see our ring light. But besides that, let us know how you like it, if it bothers you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then also our TV is not working for some reason. So it yeah. just has YouTube. But shout out to YouTube. YouTube. If y'all are not subscribed to us on YouTube, subscribe now. Join the Amigo Gang, guys. This is is the Acosta's life, okay? But if you guys are listening to us on the podcast, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If um, y'all missed the last episode, I spelled it out for you. Yeah, <laughs> she did, she did, she did. But yeah, man, this is our second episode, guys. We really taking this serious, guys. Like we really, there's no stopping. There's it's none. all gas, no breaks. There's none. Like we have been thinking about this forever and god finally gave us the go so there's no stopping us now so we're oh, gonna be yes. consistent um y'all let us know what y'all want us to talk about and stuff man we're gonna be talking about a lot of stuff on this podcast man we're gonna let it all out right baby yeah so actually the last podcast was before thanksgiving we filmed it the 23rd today yeah. is the 29th guys so Shout out to you guys. If you guys celebrated Thanksgiving, let us know how it was in the comments. We would really appreciate, you know, maybe your favorite side dishes. I know my baby's job asked him what his favorite was. What was your favorite? Babe? Yeah, yeah. So mine was. Um, or what is your favorite side dish? Yeah, I told him mine is uh, mac and cheese. So it's mac and cheese. Honestly, I didn't like sweet potatoes like that. But then she made it for me. Well, I made my mom's recipe, so yeah, she made sweet potatoes. She made sweet potatoes with the mushrooms on top and stuff. Mushrooms? Yeah. Uh, oh, mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> with the marshmallows on top, and you know it had some like nuts. It had nuts in it. Did yeah, it have walnuts. Nuts? Oh, bro, it was amazing, bro. And she I ma made this for you. Yes, and you made it. No, nah, I didn't get that recipe from my mom. She never shared that junk. You with made me. it in our dorm. Yeah, she never shared that recipe yeah. with me. So you made it in our dorm. Um, I remember I, it was Easter. Yeah, it was beautiful, man. But yeah, so um, I remember that. I will never forget that taste. That thing was good. That Aww, thing was good. I'm that really glad you loved it. Yeah, what about you? What's yours? Mine, I had to tell him. I was like, mine is forever arro con candules. Oh, yeah. Come like, on now. I can't. It's just not right for me to say that an American no, with the, dish with the is mash, my with favorite. With the mashed potatoes, though? Like, the, no, potato salad. With oh, the potato I was like, salad. mashed potatoes? Yo, listen, no, arroz sir. con candules and the potato salad yeah, with gravy that's a, on that's top? that's a different combo. That is my number one for sure. Do I have an echo? No, you don't. I'm not echoing at all? No. Okay, bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, the potato salad with the gravy. And you always say gravy. To me, that's not gravy. Like, when you say gravy, I think of American, like, sloppy gravy. Like, the thick one. 
Yeah, no, this ain't no regular gravy. This is yeah, Hispanic no. gravy. Yeah, Y'all know what I'm is, talking this about. This is the one that your mom makes too. Yeah, and, and, it comes and from thea. the from the meat that they make. Yeah, it's, it's different, guys. It it's is. like heavenly. Look, my aunt, bro, she made th- turkey, bro. That was the first turkey I actually like. It wasn't dry. Like I don't know. Yeah, how the she turkey did was it. phenomenal. Yeah, it was the know. best turkey I've ever had. I don't know how she did it, but she did that junk. So yeah, I ate. Shout out I to ate her. a turkey leg, guys. You know how when you go to the fairs and you get turkey legs. Um, I ate a turkey leg, and it was kind of difficult to eat because it didn't have like that much leg. Like that goes to show you. I don't know what turkey legs they're giving at the actual fairs, but those things are humongous. Yeah, they put hormones. And the turkey in that leg joint. was not that big. <laughs> they yo. put hormones in that joint. Yeah, like, I stopped eating it. Listen, it tastes bro. so fake. But yeah, that joint's crazy. Who, who knows? Maybe it's not even turkey. We gonna make a whole food episode, I guess, with the way that this is going. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, guys, man. we hope that Thanksgiving was great for you. Please let us know what your favorite side dish is. For sure, for sure. Let us know. Let us know, guys. But listen, we are just letting the Holy Spirit rock on this one. Yeah, um, we have some ideas. Yeah. So the title that we have for it is "God Test You Before He Bless You." Um, I I think it's something that like. Would you say like people in church hear that phrase a lot? No. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people hear that. I specific haven't. I, phrase. I only heard that a couple months ago from you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my brother Gio. He always says it. Um, but it's true. I mean, when you really think about that phrase, you look at it in the Bible. You even look at it in your own life. It's full of people just getting tested by God before they get blessed by God, and um, we've been through a lot of tests, bro. <laughs> like we didn't have enough in college we've been through a lot of tests and i think that phrase became so real for me and for us when we experienced it like i think there's nothing like when you experience something because you can talk about stuff all the time and have all the head knowledge but when you go through it when you hear that phrase again it it just hits different you know, I don't know how to explain yeah. it, but that's just, that's just real for us. I mean, let's kind of break it down. So God tests you before he blesses you. Um, we actually just went to service this Sunday and it was really good because, um, we go to elevation by the shout way, Shout out to elevation. We got our Bibles. Yes. You want to show my Bibles? Yes. We got yeah, our Bibles out, from elevation. Shout out to well. elevation church, pastor Stephen Furtick yeah. and Holly Furtick. Shout out to them and all the staff and everything. Stop painting on them in the comments, guys. Yeah. Listen, bro. Don't be coming at them, bro. Yeah, so we go there. We absolutely love it. That's actually our home church. For all of you amigos who follow us on, um, you know, YouTube, you guys have asked us what church are we going to. We're going to Elevation. And there was a sermon that was preached last Sunday, not by Stephen Furtick. He was out on Thanksgiving spending time with his family. So there was this other guy, Pastor, his last name was Joy. I don't know what his first name was. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he had preached about, like, lessons with less that was the Mm. title lessons with less yeah and so basically he was talking about how we're ending the 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 year and how we're praying for more and how god is a god of exceedingly and abundantly more but sometimes we see him doing less in our life Mm. and so that exceedingly and abundantly more he was talking about how um god wants to do exceedingly and abundantly more inside of you instead of always it always the concept being like he has to do more around you so good and so for us it really hit because god had really been talking to us about how he's been wanting to do more inside of us because he is eventually going to do more 
around us, mm. you know? So we started off in a studio. We started off with college. We started off actually not even married. You know, we started off broke and, uh, we saved up, used all our money. If you guys know our story, yeah. um, we used all of the money that we had for our wedding and we got married in full confidence and faith in the Lord. And he replenished us back and he, he overflowed us with blessings in return for the faith that we had, right? The faith mm-hmm. and obedience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes we can see that before God does more, he has to work inside of you. Because one thing that we always like used to live off was um, God has like God can give you blessings, but like you're not going to have the character to sustain it. Mm. And so for us, we really believe that that's why the Lord tests you before he blesses you, because he's developing your character in these seasons of waiting. And sometimes people don't like seasons of waiting. And so you're waiting to see God do more. You're waiting to see God answer your prayers. You're waiting to see God move on the blessings and miracles he promises, or he has spoken over your life. And you're waiting for these, these things. But in the meanwhile, he's developing your character. And then that's when the tests come Mm -hmm. because he's testing you to see, okay, I'm developing your character, but is it actually working? But is it actually, yeah, is it that's so good baby is it actually developed mm-hmm. um and he will he, he would do that man because i've realized man that the reason why god puts tests in your way is because sometimes he wants to even see if you'll recognize that it's a test you which know? i almost don't ever recognize yeah, because sometimes we just think it's life going through sometimes as christians we forget that everything is intentional from God. The Bible says that the details of the godly's life is in his hands. You know, the details. And so God will speak to you in the smallest way and he'll test you in the smallest way. It's like you can be making food for your spouse and it's like he's going to test you. Are you going to give them the best piece of of the food Mm -hmm. or are you going to take the best piece for yourself? Are you going to be greedy? Yeah. And a lot of people see those things as not that. That's not a big deal, but God is big on principle. God is big on the principle. He's like, it's not about how big or how small the situation is. It's about the principle that I want you to learn and the characteristic that I want you to develop, which is being selfless. You know what I'm saying? In, in that situation with the food. Yeah. And so, so many times, man, we see in the Bible throughout the time, and my beautiful wife has actually been doing a study um in the, uh, i'll let you say the chapter and all that stuff matthew i've been i've been studying the book of matthew uh me personally i love the gospels but i'm going from you know matthew one all the way to the end and i i came across matthew four yeah and she was um she was just reading it and just you know just talking about what she learned from it but you see all throughout the bible that before god used somebody to do something big like massive it was small tests on the way. And sometimes they would fail those tests and then he, they would have to redo the test. Yeah. Because God wants I to mean, make sure that you a, actually learn. A test was one of the biggest ones that we know is in the last podcast, we said God takes you out of Egypt, but he has to take Egypt out of you. And um, that's one of the things. It's crazy because in Matthew 2, it says the escape to Egypt. But anyways, <laughs> um, that was for Jesus's birth. But um, yeah, like the... the um, well, who, who were they? The Israelites. The Israelites were being tested multiple times because they were supposed to be going into the promised land. And Moses was also tested. Mm. But that's why he didn't make it to the promised land, because he did not pass the test that God had given him to pass. Um, he let his temper get the best of him. Um, 
but the the Israelites were constantly complaining mm. and that was God's test because God was coming through multiple times being faithful giving them manna giving them food giving them everything that they needed in order to survive and be blessed and they would still not appreciate the faithfulness of God they were still complaining and still saying I would rather be a slave than be here yeah. and they kept looking back and there's multiple tests I mean even with Abraham and Sarah like when they were leaving um what was the town where were they leaving what town the town where Sarah what was the town that God had called them to leave? Was it you talking about when eight when he told Abraham to leave your father's um, people? Mm, yeah, when Sarah turned into salt. Baby, that's not Abraham and Sarah. Oh, who was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was Lot, right? Oh! It was Lot's wife. <laughs> It was long. Yo, no, 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 no. We have to talk about that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, she had me questioning my Bible knowledge with that one, Coach. Wait, wait. It was Lot's wife. It was Lot's wife. Yo, she said, Abraham and Sarah, where'd they leave from? I said, huh? Okay, okay. Lot's wife. It was Lot's wife. It was, yes, it was Lot's wife. She looked like Sodom and Gomorrah. I knew it was Sodom and Gomorrah, but I didn't want to see (laughs) Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) Chill, chill, chill. But yeah, man, like I that's a fact though. Everything that my wife's saying is a fact and wait, but I didn't get to finish. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sodom and Gomorrah. God Gomorrah. (laughs) I hate pronouncing it. I can't do it. Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) Yes. All right. So God had told Lot to leave, and that included Lot's wife. But Lot, isn't her name Sarah? Sarah, Lot's wife, yes. Sarah, Lot's wife, so not Abraham, but yeah. Sarah, Lot's wife, had looked back and she turned into a salt pillar. Mm-hmm. But God had told her not to look back. Like that's literally, all them. that was the vision. Like, do not look back, and that was her test, and she failed, and then she turned into salt because yeah. God was going to bless them. God was going to bless them with a new land and to get away from all of this evil and all these things happening. But she did not obey. And that was her test and she did not pass it. But one thing I'm going to say is sometimes God wants us to give us new, but we're so in love with the old. Mm. Mm. We're so in love with the old that the new is so uncomfortable that we would want to just go back to the old because so many times we're addicted to the old i heard somebody yeah. say stop being addicted to toxicity yeah that's deep there's we talk about that all the there's time. so many people that like they're so used to toxic relationships and they get in a healthy one and they just want to run back to the toxic one and or toxic ways or toxic ways and it's because of the fact that that's where they're comfortable in and i heard and i just know like whatever you eat you're gonna get an appetite for so if you mm. eat trash if you eat trash, sooner or later you going that's all you're gonna want to eat is trash. Yeah. You know, that's just how our human nature works. That's how our human mind, our human body works. But at the same time, if you're so used to eating trash and if someone offers you something healthy, you're not gonna wanna eat it. It's gonna be very uncomfortable to change your your appetite. And I think that's the big lesson that we've learned in our life, but also through the word. Because you have to think about it in Egypt. So many people died on that journey because of the generations before they didn't want to let go of their ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so 
what God had to do is he had to weed those people out because it's a new generation on the rise. It's a new way of doing things. It's a, like in, like the um, verse in Isaiah. Is, it reminds me of the verse in Isaiah where he says, um, forget the old for I'm doing a new thing. Yeah. But he says, forget the old. Yeah. Put away your put away your former self and forget the forget the old ways. Yeah. Because even when we come to Christ, if you think about it, it's um, we're literally dying to ourselves. Like our past self is gone. And when we rise up from that baptism, we're renewing with Christ and we're a new creation. It says the old has passed away. The new has come. Amen. And so when you really think about tests. A lot of times, God is just trying to test to see if you're going to go back to those old ways. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to go back to what's comfortable. Like, I know a lot of times for me, those tests are how much am I going to trust God? And, you know, sometimes we'll be in a tight financial position. We'll be in a tight, you know, situation. And I'll I'll want to fret and take control of situations. And one thing that the Lord told me, he said, I'm giving you more because I'm teaching you how to trust me. You know, it's kind of like what we say when we ask God for patience, he'll give us opportunities to put patience. Yeah, he's going to put he's going to put he's going to put you in situations that annoy you. But those are a test. But those, those are, a are a test because he's trying to develop your character. So for me, if he's trying to develop trust inside of me, he's going to give me more opportunities and more chances that are going to look really scary and I have to choose to trust him. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah, and and <laughs> honestly, I love what you said, baby, because I know we're talking about the word, but I'm going to just use a situation in our life, right? When we were getting married, right? There were so many test guys and God was going to ask us, are you going to quit? Are you going to look back on what I told you? Because if you guys don't know the story real quick, God told us in the beginning of 2020 that we were going to get married at the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. That's what he told us, right? He made us hold on to that he word. He made us hold. When I tell you, we prayed and fasted, and we decided we were in a courtship, and then he told us we were going to get married at the end of 2020. That's what he told us after fasting for 21 days together. And um, when I tell you, sometimes what God will tell you at one time to see if you're going to hold on to it. Yeah. And so what happens is we're getting towards the end, right? And... I engaged her, everything. We got through so much freaking stuff that we're going to talk to you guys about in future podcasts. But what happens is a big event. I break my foot. I break my foot like two weeks, three weeks before we were supposed to get married. And the enemy was putting doubt in my head saying, oh, God is trying to make you break your foot so that you don't get married because he doesn't want you to get married. And I had people around me saying, well, it's because you're being disobedient to God. That's why he allowed your foot to break, because you're not supposed to be getting married right now. You're too young and you need to finish school. So what is God trying to teach me there? As a man, he was trying to teach me in that moment there that there's going to be so many things you have to do, but you have to hold on to what I say for you and your family. Yeah, I didn't know that was the test. I was just going through it and I was just trying my best to hold on to what he said, despite everything that came against what I, everything that we were trying to do. But that's what I learned at that moment. I learned that I'm going to be the head of this home. I learned that I'm got I'm about to be the husband to my wife. And now I'm the father to our daughter. And that there's going to be a lot of times where God tells us stuff. And then my wife and my daughter are going to be looking at me like, daddy, it ain't, 
it don't look like what God said it was supposed to look like. But that test that he put me through when we was about to get married, the lesson that I learned from it is something that I'm going to keep for the rest of my life. And it's part of my character now. My character is to hold on to the word of God no matter what happens. Because I saw that when he came through for us that time, he'll come through for us forever. Yeah, because you you have to realize that the test is before the blessing. And so the blessing for us was our wedding. And that was... That was almost two years ago, and now, guys, praise the Lord for two years of marriage. I love Amen. You, girl. Shout out to our marriage, man. It's been through it, but we have a beautiful marriage. Yes, we do. But yeah, guys, so that was just one test that happened many years ago. Well, two years ago for us. Many years ago, like it feels like forever. It feels two like years forever. Ago, two years ago, this month of December is freaking crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, God blesses you before He gives you a promotion. God tests you before he blesses you. So he tests you. If you pass, then I truly believe you get to move forward. But Mm. if you don't pass the test, then he gives you another one and he gives you another one. And he keeps giving you these tests because ultimately he wants you to learn what it is that he wants you to learn. And it's not that he's not going to bless you. You just might be delaying your blessing. Yep. And honestly, what I love about God is that it's never about the blessing. The blessing is just a fruit. Yeah. Ultimately, the purpose that he has us on this earth to do is to glorify him and to be more like him. Mm -hmm. That's the purpose. So he's going to put us in situations that help us become more like Christ. And when we learn that, he rewards us with these things. But ultimately, it was never about the things. But I love the word you said, reward. It's a reward. It's a gift. It's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's something that God wants to give you. But just like any good parent, God is not going to reward bad behavior. So he has to develop your character. Yep. And I, I truly, we truly believe that. And it, it's just in the word. And we just know based on God's character. It's in the word. Yeah, it is in the word. Can we look at the word? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Talk about it. So my wife wants to speak from a specific story in the Bible. Um, about how we can use this principle, God test you before you bless you. Yes, yes, yes. I'm hype. I'm hype, guys. Okay, so like I said, we have Matthew 4. Pull out your Bibles, guys. Yeah, guys. We're going to read so the Bible on this podcast. It was, it was really crazy. Yeah, because we're living with Christ. Amen. That's a fact. It was really crazy because I was I was going through my study of the chapters of Matthew, and we had literally just talked about this the day before I read it. It was that God tests you before he bless you, mm. right? And so... The title of the chapter is in NIV, Jesus is tested in the wilderness. Now, it says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Mm. Go ahead, so it. it says in my version that the Greek word for tempted can also mean tested. Hmm. So let's replace it, right? Jesus is tempted in the wilderness. That's what most people say that happened in the wilderness. They said, oh, Jesus was tempted by the devil. And, you know, Jesus was hungry and he was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And he was tempted by the devil. Well, in my version, it says that he was tested because tempted can also mean tested. And so it says that Jesus was led by the spirit, by the spirit. That means that God in heaven the father knew that this is where he wanted his son to go. And he was led by the spirit. He didn't go on his own. 
we're not we're not led on our own the holy spirit is leading us if you're a follower of christ and you are rooted in christ you are being led by the spirit to be tempted so whenever you say oh i'm being tempted by the devil god is testing you he's gonna see what are you gonna do in this moment are you gonna seek him are you gonna run to him are you gonna resist the devil and and um submit to god it says submit to god resist the devil and the devil will flee flee from you yeah so what are you going to do in these moments? Are you going to fall into temptation or are you going to resist the devil and understand that this is a test mm-hmm. before God can bless you? Because if you keep reading, Jesus ended up blessing others. This was the first time he was going to preach in chapter five on the Mount. He was going to go preach. And before the blessing of him starting his ministry, he was tested. Mm hmm. He that's, was so power, that's so powerful, bro. And to make it real for y'all, the reason why this is such an important topic for us as our second episode is because God has tested us so many times Boy. before we have come on this podcast. A lot of them with the obedience of, are we not going to post just like we talked about last time and obey him? Or are we going to neglect what God is saying? fall into temptation of wanting to do whatever it is that we wanted to do Mm. because we weren't going to make a podcast yeah this soon we were just going to keep making videos for you guys but we didn't feel peace about that Mm. and we listened to the holy spirit yeah and that was our test that's so good that was one of them that's so good yeah that's so good and i love that first verse man just jesus was led by the spirit man Mm -hmm. like God, why am I working as a janitor right now? This is from the devil. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. That's why you got to be careful what you rebuke. Mm. You got to be careful what you rebuke because guess what? Even in the Bible, when Jesus was healing, the Pharisees called it witchcraft. They thought it was the power of the devil. Yeah, so good. Because so many times we give the devil too much power. Like God, the devil literally only can touch your life if God allows him to. Only way that the devil was even speaking to Jesus was because his father in heaven allowed him to. Yeah. Because it was in his most vulnerable state. That's another thing we got to talk about. Mm. God going to test you when you in your most vulnerable state. When you Because if, if you read the next verse, it says, after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Mm-hmm. And then right after it says the tempter came to see him and said, what's the first thing he asked? He came straight for his identity. If you are the son of God. Tell these stones to become bread. Realize the first thing that the devil did to Jesus, he told him he came for his identity. So he tried to make him question who he was in his most vulnerable state. Because when you hungry for that long in your flesh. Bro, you experience everything. You experience hallucinations. Your brain ain't working right. Everything. But you want to know what Jesus relied on? What he knew from his father. The word of God. And so the devil literally came after his identity. And then he went for his need. Mm, Dang. His need? Yo, not even a want. Not even a want, guys. Then he went for his need. So guess what? Y'all want me to be so real with you? Y'all want me to be so real with you? I'm going to keep it a buck. You ready for me, baby? Yeah, I'm ready. Me and my wife got married before we got married, guys. (laughs) We telling them the story? 
we legally got married December 7th? Yeah. Because because we needed the paperwork and stuff like that. But our marriage date for our wedding was December 19th. That the Lord blessed. We waited to have sex from December 7th through December 19th. I had access to our room because it was our room. It was technically our room and everything. And it wouldn't have been wrong for me to have sex with her. But God said that's. The devil was like, oh, you want you want to do it before the before the actual wedding day? Because what he does is he uses he uses the right credentials with the wrong heart behind it. Mm. That's why everything that the devil did to Jesus, he used the word of God against him. Because he will you he'll come to you looking right. But the motives and the and the result of what he wants you to do is going to end up wrong. Yeah. Because that's why God cares so much about your character and your heart. Because the difference between God and Satan is their heart and their character. Satan wanted to be God. God is God. That's two different positions to hold. You feel me? And so what I learned, man, for just from our life, even when we was engaged. Bro, when we was engaged, I feel like I got married to her. The devil's like, yo, you engaged. You did most than mo- than most. You did more than most men would do. Go crazy. <laughs> and he, but my sexual urges, they're not bad. They're from God, right? But the devil will still try to use them. And he'll make sure that the timing's wrong for you to do something that God intended for another time. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? It wasn't wrong that Jesus wanted bread. It just wasn't time for him to eat yet. He needed to get through the test. Yeah. And what he wanted him to do was to mock God. Just make these stones turn into bread. You good? You're God. You're God. No problem. You God. That that should be no problem. That's easy for you. You're about to be a husband. You about to be a husband, bro? Smack that booty. You about to be a husband, bro? You engaged already, bro. You good. You showed the whole world that this going to be your woman. God said she's not your mm-hmm, woman yet. Mm-hmm. And But guess what? That's why he tests you right before he's going to fully bless you. But guess what? That's the temptation. All that's temptation. Because and guess what? what? I got tempted to say yes. <laughs> that's a fact. So now the devil's over here tempting him. And now he's trying to tempt me. I'm like, mm-mm. I have specific instructions from the Lord. Yeah. Specific Bro, instructions. Bro, listen, yo, I want to get so real with them, babe. I literally have the another part of my brain. I want to get what? so real with them, bro. What? Y- y'all don't even want to know this, bro. We're going to talk, baby. We're going to talk our talk, what, okay? What do you want to say? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I love you. I love you, too. Guys, we was this close to having sex before. We told them. They don't know on the podcast, but they know. We was, when I tell you inches away, inches away. But God said, if you guys do this, your relationship won't be blessed anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. This was before we were engaged. This was like in the beginning. This was while we were dating. Our recording, yeah. God told us it was a test. God told us, if you go through with this, I'm not going to bless your relationship from here on out. And we had a decision to make. Mm-hmm. But because of that test that we went through 
and because of the decision that we chose to make excuse me our marriage and our relationship is blessed now because of it because you experience the fruit of it forever because god wants you to have lasting fruit yeah you know what i'm saying and so man like i just feel like it's so crazy because you see it in the word you see it everywhere that god would test you in your most vulnerable states man yeah but it's because in your most vulnerable states that's where you truly know what it is you really stand on yeah he wants you to be fully reliant on him on him it's like a drunk person when they talk the truth of what they want to say is going to come out Mm-hmm. that's literally how it is when you're in your most vulnerable state that's when you really realize what you really stand on that's when you really see yo am i really about jesus or am i not you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. when you really see it when you're in a room full of non-believers and they all coming at you are you gonna stand for christ or are you not yeah not when everything is just good no it's easy to post about god on instagram it's easy to post about all this stuff behind the screen but what happens when god says i want you to speak on a whole stage and not everybody is a follower of Christ there. What are you going to do? Because God wants you to be in your most vulnerable position so he can glorify himself through it. Amen. If you're always in your strongest places, and that's what we learn as well. If you are the one that is always the strongest in the situation, God's not going to get glory from that. It takes no faith to rely on yourself for something that you know you're going to be able to do. But it's when like God takes you out of your comfort zone. And God allows you to be in your most vulnerable state for you to just grow more closer to him. Because without those things, guys, we don't really know who God is. If you don't go into no financial crisis, you don't know him as Jireh. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. You know, you don't know him as your savior if you never needed saving before. I don't know him as my therapist if I never spoke to him before. He never got me out of something that I really couldn't get out of myself, you know. And so that's how we learn more about Christ too, man. And I think ultimately that's why God tests us as well. It's because ultimately he just wants us to always be close. And he knows that's what we ultimately want as well. You mm-hmm. know? And I think one of the good things that you said too was, honestly, the Lord just wants to get glory from your life. And um, that's one of the biggest things as believers, you know, like God truly wants all the glory from your life. Amen. So if you were on your high horse the whole time, just like Paul was. Oh, knock you off. <laughs> He's going to knock you off and humble you. It is a fact. Because he wants to test you. Paul was blind. Paul could have still denied God. Mm-hmm. Paul could have been like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worship no God that makes me blind and takes me off my horse and tells me all these different things. But he knew it was the Lord and he fell to his knees and he humbled himself before yeah. God. And gave God all the glory. Because after that, when he continued on his ministry, which was a blessing. Come on now, y'all. Mm-hmm. Two-thirds of the Bible. Two-thirds, two-thirds of the, the New, New Testament, Testament Talk is about written it. by Paul. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't have happened if he kept persecuting Christians. So he humbled himself. He accepted the call. And he passed the test because he was going to be a blessing. And God knew that. God knows what you're made of. God knows what he's called you to. Mm -hmm. God knows what he has put inside of you to create and to do on this earth, to create greatness, to create businesses, to create a family and children and blessings to pass on for generations. He wants you to do those things for not only yourself, but for generations to come, but ultimately to give him glory. 
because Amen. if not, then you would be the one getting glory. And then you would just, just be, you would be just like Satan, which is exactly what my husband said. Just earlier. like Satan. Mm-hmm. And so. another thing I want to encourage y'all with, man, because we know what it's like to be in a season of being tested and wanting to give up. Right. Yeah. You can tell what you're called to and the, and how big that calling is based on how big your test is based on how big your attacks are. And when I started seeing how attacked I was getting, when I even said the words that I wanted to marry my wife, like I knew it was from God. Amen. Hallelujah. The because, devil can go back to where he came from. the devil is not, he's going to leave you alone if you're not threatening his kingdom. Mm-hmm. But if you're threatening his kingdom, he's going to come after you. Mm-hmm. I said, all right. That's just what happened. But I knew for a fact that me and my beautiful, sexy, amazing wife were called to be together forever. Because I knew from the moment I met her, bro, the moment I met her, something was different. And then our conversations happened. And then there were so many times where the enemy, there's so many times in our friendship, in our relationship, where we thought we was never going to talk to each other again. Yeah. But it was because the devil was trying to use small, little, petty things to make it something that was a forever consequence and god just kept on bringing us back i said yo okay like we said we're not gonna talk to each other and then god keep on bringing us back mm-hmm. dang we got in this argument i thought i was never gonna see you again but god brought you back you know and so that's what i want to encourage you guys with man because so many times i know a lot of believers they feel like i'm getting tested after test after test but it's because god's gonna bless you after blessing after amen. blessing amen and he wants to make sure that you have the character to sustain it because jesus is all about lasting fruit he's not about a one-hit wonder he's not about like oh yeah like you're gonna live a life for like a good life for a week or a month yeah he wants you to be able to have the character to sustain that good life. Because guess what? With blessings from God comes responsibility from God. Yeah, amen. But also longevity. Like, when you're called to marriage, it's not for a week. When you're called to live for Christ, it's not for a week. Mm-hmm. When you're called to be a parent in a godly way, it's not for a week. It's not for a week. Like, it's the things that God week. truly calls you to do is purposeful. Yeah. It's not for a week, and it's not for the week. Mm-hmm. Everybody think this young easy. No, it's not. I'm like, listen, you want to know how many tests we went through? Let me just give you a little glimpse. We was in college, broke. My wife was away from Georgia. She came to South Florida. We was married in a studio. She was pregnant. We had COVID. We didn't have no money in our accounts. We didn't have a car for a long time. So we was walking, still taking care of essays, still taking care of exams. Had ex, bro, my, one of my exes hit me up like a week before I got married, bro. And then rumors are spreading about me on freaking our college confessions page on Instagram. Because they was mad. They called him the Jesus boy. They was mad at him. They was, they was mad just at the saying light lies him. about me. They were saying lies mm-hmm. about me. And they were saying all this stuff. And the devil was just trying to see if I was going to react. I said, no, I'm staying right here. And I'm still going to get married to the love of my life. I don't know what you're talking about. Amen. That's that's what happened, bro. That's what I'm saying. The devil, what I, what I what I know is that the devil can't read your mind. He can only see how you react. It's like a bully. A bully can only see what it is you react to, 
but when you stop reacting, they're going to stop doing that tactic. You know what I'm saying? So God, and what I love to do is confuse the devil because sometimes that's a test too. God's like, okay, I'm going to let the devil attack you. What's going to be your response? Mm -hmm. Are you going to pout? Are you going to just sit there and beat yourself up? Are you going to praise me even though you don't feel like it? Yeah. Because that's a test too. You know, God wants to see. That's what he did with Job. That's why God allowed the devil to test Job because he said, I know my son Job is going to be faithful to me despite anything you might do to me. That's what he told him. Yeah. And then he let the devil wreak havoc on Job. But guess what? Job didn't flinch. Job still still worshiped God, even when his wife told him not to worship God. Mm-hmm. His own wife. Well, that's why she died. <laughs> You're relax. <laughs> that's why she died, guys. Come on, let's be real. Was <laughs> she drinking her water? <laughs> well, that's why she died. That's crazy, baby. <laughs> hey. The Lord ain't allowed the devil to touch his life. He said, you can do anything to my son, but you can't touch his life. So what but happened you can't to her? Kill, you can't kill him. Yeah, she, he said, you can't kill him. What happened to her? She died. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, guys. <laughs> That's a fact, yo. But yeah, man, like, I'm telling you, what one verse that I, that I love that we held on to, baby, because we have our abundance now, and God has just blessed us so much from, you know, what we went through. But... Just that verse in Galatians 5, 9, mm. where it says, like, do not grow weary. Yeah. Like, don't grow weary in doing good. Mm-hmm. Because in due time, done, yeah, because in due time, is you won't reap a harvest. But guess what? It's not, it didn't say don't grow weary in doing good because doing good is easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, being godly all the time is not easy. Trusting God all the time is not easy. Like, People think this is easy. It's not. Jesus literally promises it's going to be hard. He promises it's going to be hard. But if only y'all knew the test that we went through before we got to North Carolina. Oh, my gosh. If bro. only y'all knew. Yeah. We, my baby got job offers. We had people telling us, oh, yeah, like, don't you're you're about to have a baby. Don't you want to stay with family? No. Mm-hmm. Bro, I had people no. calling me out the woodworks. I had middle school principals calling me offering me jobs out of nowhere the same week we supposed to move to north carolina because the devil gonna try to throw darts of confusion at you not even the same week the same month it was a month it was the same month And so we had plenty of time to still change the plans yeah we could have said no you know what we don't want to move to north carolina we're good here we'll have family around us god said i don't want you to be around the old leaf yeah he said, if you stay, I'm not going to bless it. Same thing he told us when we were close to having sex before yeah. marriage. Got me. Got me. He said, if you stay, I'm not going to bless it. So you think it's going to go one way. You see, that's what the devil likes to do. He likes to portray this picture that your life is going to be this great. And it's going to look this great if you go this path. But that's just a painting, bro. That's just like the the door. He makes the door look good. And then you open it and you in hell. And you ain't even know it. Yeah. Yo, that person looked great for me. You didn't pray about them. You didn't discern the ho- through the Holy Spirit. You didn't do nothing. Then you get into that marriage, and they're demonic. That's what you hear all the time. Oh, my gosh, I didn't know they was going to react like that. Did you pray about it? No. Did you fast? No. Did you ask God about No. Because what God does is, yo, it says acknowledge me in all you do, and I will make your path straight. 
So many times we go through things and we do things, but we don't acknowledge God. And God tests us. He's like, okay, you see your life is going this good, but have you talked to me? Have you talked to me at all? Have you acknowledged me in anything? Because it's going to be good. Sin is good for a second. But the repercussions you have to face, that's forever, at least a death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, God tests you before he bless you, man. Yes, he does, guys. He really does. You got anything you want to say, baby? No, I just want to know um, what test do you feel like the Lord is giving you this season to mm. truly um, prepare you mm. for the blessing? Hmm. Yeah, put it in the comments, guys. Mm-hmm. We all going through tests, bro. Yeah. We all going through. We still got tests going right now. Yeah. But it develops your character, right, baby? Yep. Yeah, guys. So let us know um, what tests do you feel like God is putting you through. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast once again. Let us know what kind of topics you guys want us to talk about. Yes, yes, um, yes. And, you know, DM us. Feel free to DM us. Let us know what kind of season you're going through. We would love to pray for you guys. And, um, yeah, we really enjoyed talking to you guys once again. I love this setup. So let us know um, what ways we can better serve you guys yes. and be a blessing to you guys. Yes, please let us know, man. We love you guys. You guys are our amigos, man. And y'all already know who it is, guys. This is the Living with Christ podcast with the Acosta's Life, where we want you guys to walk with us as we walk with Christ. Through this thing called life. And we are out.